I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. I'm grateful to you for listening. Uh, I can tell you half of a story we're working on right now. Uh, I have received word that there may be some movement up on Utah's Capitol Hill regarding all these measures dealing with uh, Senator Romney, uh, the censure bill, and the the piece of legislation from Tim Quinn to recall him. There may be some developments on that front. We're continuing to follow that. And as things get confirmed, uh, you'll hear it here on KSL News Radio. In the meantime, I also want to let you know that in just three hours, the polls will close in New Hampshire. The primary will be over and we will start to get the first results coming from actual voters casting their votes in ballot booths, not like that, hey, go stand with your friends in a huddle caucus kind of nonsense they do out there in Iowa. No, this is the way uh, Americans vote in this democratic nation of ours where we step inside and with a secret ballot communicate to the world how we would like to see our nation governed. That's happening in New Hampshire tonight, uh, and I'm anxious to see the results. The polls indicate that probably it's going to be Bernie Sanders winning the thing. Uh, Biden not so confident in how he will fare after the results are released tonight uh, is such uh, lacking confidence uh, on his part that he has uh, I think he's still in town I think he's still in New Hampshire but he's going to be leaving soon uh, making his way to South Carolina to kick off his efforts there that's uh, a Super Tuesday state coming up here on March 3rd. Uh, so that you're going to see uh, to be a place where many of these candidates will turn their attention. Now, in between now and then, uh, Nevada has a caucus. That's going to be a similar thing to Iowa. Uh, maybe. They they had intended on using the same app they used up in Iowa that caused us all this grief. Well, the party leader on the Democrat side down there in Nevada has said that, uh, nah, we're going to go a different route, see if we can get you a more streamlined result. Uh, so anyway, that's what's going on. Uh, and in uh, just th- over three hours on Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news, you will start to hear uh, the results of the New Hampshire primary. We're going to see who, uh, for the first time, the Democrats would like to send uh, up against Donald Trump in a race for the White House. And you and I will join back here tomorrow and talk about those results. We'll talk about how folks reacted, and we're going to see if it means anything to you. If uh, the, the, the goings-on in New Hampshire and the votes cast by the Democrats out there, if they uh, impact the way you view this race at all, we'll, we'll sort it all out tomorrow after the results, uh, which, of course, will be announced to you on these areas waves during Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news. You ever get caught up in these viral uh, internet trends? Or you ever get had by them? They ever trick you? 
last night, I got tricked. I thought, listen, I'm self-conscious about my age. I'm 34 years old now. Uh, That's mid-30s. Later this month, I'll be 35. I have a child now. Uh, I'm feeling, um, I don't know. I'm self-conscious about my age. And I'm I'm self-conscious about growing old. And so I'm doing those kind of pathetic things that people do to cling to their youth and often I find myself out of place and out of touch. Uh, well, last night was one such example of that. And because in my, uh, in my ever present, uh, devotion to you, the audience, to uh, let you know what I'm up to, uh, my stumbles and my successes, I have on Facebook. If you go to Facebook and you go to the Lee Lonsberry Facebook page on there, you're going to see a broom. You're going to see a broom standing on end. In the middle of my living room, my beautiful wife and baby in the background. And if you really look, you'll see my overweight cat hiding behind a closet door, uh, trying to get out of the frame because she's embarrassed uh, that her owner, Lee, uh, thought that NASA and the alignment of the planets and some uh, super, super occurrence, which happens only uh, every once in a never blue moon, has made it so that you and I across the country last night could stand our brooms on end and collect all of the likes and retweets and shares uh, <laughs> that we deserved on uh, the internet. Well, I did it, and it's silly, of course. I woke up this morning to find out that no, we it has nothing to do with the the angle of the Earth or the position of the planets or any of the goings on by NASA up in the clouds. Uh, but no, it just happens to be uh, a feature of brooms, the low center of gravity, blah, blah, blah. Here's a NASA scientist to explain it. All right, y'all. So NASA said today is the day, the only day that your broom can stand up on its own and watch this. <laughs> y'all, no strings, nothing. What? Okay, so my apologies. That was not a NASA scientist. That was someone who, just like me, uh, got tricked. Here, though, we have an astronaut, Alvin Drew, and a scientist to explain to us here what's going on or what's not going on. Did you do the broomstick challenge yesterday? Well, turns out you could do it again today. It's just physics. It's just physics. There's no special gravity uh, that only affects brooms. But the moon's gravity creates tides on Earth. If you go to the Earth, if we go to the NASA Twitter account right now, uh, they, they they pretty much tell us there's no Santa Claus. There's no special gravity that only affects brooms. Anyway, uh, so that's what I did last night. I'm kind of embarrassed to have uh, fallen for it. Uh, but I'll tell you what, my little baby in the background of that picture is cute. So if nothing else, uh, go give it a like. Um, let me tell you one thing, though. As I was, this is such a shallow observation, and I'm self-conscious to even voice it. But last night, as I was late in bed, dreading ble- dreading the blood draw. Remember I told you earlier today I was up late last night because I knew I was going to have to uh, have blood drawn for a, a little insurance study later today. Well, that kept me up late into the night. And that's when I saw that there, that there was this silly trend going along. Uh, and so I'm on Twitter, and I filtered it just, just to the photos so I could see all these uh, funny people around the world standing up their brooms in their kitchens. And here's the observation that I made. People have really dirty kitchens. I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many pictures I saw of dusty old brooms standing on end 
uh, right in front of sinks with overflowing dishes. I saw uh, trash cans overflowing in the back. I saw this is this is one that caught me off. I saw a printer, a printer located on a kitchen floor, right next to where the dog eats. And the cat, you don't put your printer next to your dog food. Anyway, I'm sorry to point that out, but clean your living room, okay? If you're going to put a picture of your living room and your kitchen up on the internet, maybe tidy up a little bit. I don't care if the I don't care if the moon has created a gravitational circumstance which puts your broom on end. Anyway, I'm sorry to have wasted your time with that broom story, but I got a chuckle out of it. Grateful to you for listening to today's program. Uh, we covered a lot of ground, and uh, there's a lot more ground to cover still tonight, and we will cover it here on KSL News Radio, especially when these results out of New Hampshire start rolling in. That'll be shared with you right here on Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News just a minute away. Uh, in the meantime, though, I want to tell you uh, that there is some movement up on Utah's Capitol Hill. I'm starting to get text messages from folks, and the indications are that on the issue of uh, Mitt Romney and an effort to censure him, that there may have been a decision made. Uh, My estimate is that uh, that information will be either confirmed or denied later this afternoon. You'll hear about it here on these airwaves. There have been uh, three three pieces of legislation that... uh, could be interpreted to be uh, reactionary to the vote cast by Senator Mitt Romney uh, to convict the president on one of the articles of impeachment. There was, of course, the one you heard from Phil Lyman, which was the boldest, I think, and, and the most upfront to censure the Senator Romney. There was also a measure introduced a while back by Senator Tim, or by Representative Tim Quinn to recall the. Uh, or to allow for the recall of a U.S. senator. And there was a third measure that we haven't spoken much of here on this program, but it would be in support of the president. So of those three measures, we'll see uh, as more information trickles out, which of those three will be the one to make it through Utah's legislature. Uh, We'll find out that and much more as the broadcast continues. Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News next. Live breaking news now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.